What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. I love relatable TikToks. We will be talking about Congresswoman Ilhan Omar's shockingly bigoted tweet towards Christians on Easter Sunday, the weird silence about what's happening in Shanghai, and the celebrity kid who has become BFFs with Northwest. Because we're coming off a holiday weekend, there aren't a ton of stories today, so the show itself is pretty much a hot take Tuesday. But to make up for that, at the end, I will share some fun tidbits like book recommendations of stuff I've been liking lately, and the juicy part, what I found in my boyfriend's car that has me wondering if it is a cause for concern. Hint, it's something that belongs to a girl and not me. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Hot Take Tuesday. Congresswoman Ilhan Omar was really beside herself when Christians on Easter Sunday took it upon themselves to worship in the air on a flight. Here's the clip if you missed it. She wrote, I think my family and I should have a prayer session next time I'm on a plane. How do you think it will end? Number one, it's literally Easter Sunday, okay? That's why those passengers were worshiping. It's not like that's a regular occurrence. I guess I would ask you, Ilhan, what would happen to Christians in your home country of Somalia if they prayed in public? Spoiler alert, they'd be killed. These things always end up in a bloody mess. Something else I want to point out today, you know how everyone and their mother has been like, pray for Ukraine, we love Ukraine, stand with Ukraine. I mean, every company, brand, celebrity, you name it, has been posting nonstop about Ukraine, right? They're even posting different GoFundMe campaigns to help the people over there. And of course, while tragedy is happening to the people in Ukraine, there is also tragedy filling the streets of Shanghai. Children are being rounded up and taken from their parents if they test positive for the you-know-what. Pets are being publicly killed. People are going without food for so long that many are just jumping to their deaths from their apartments. And all because the Chinese communist government is cracking down on a virus that has a 99.9% survival rate and one that people have been living with for over two years now. And yet, I haven't seen any bloggers or brands I follow posting anything about standing with Shanghai or sharing links to help the people there. Not one celebrity has said anything. And that's when it hits you. When the media, Hollywood, and corporations are all on the same page defending justice for something like Ukraine or Black Lives Matter Inc., but nothing else. It's performative, fake philanthropy. Nobody believes that, bro. Jessica Simpson recently shared that her daughter Maxwell has become super close friends with Northwest. Jessica's husband recently coached a kids basketball team that both girls were a part of, and since they live in the same neighborhood as well, they got close. Ever since that video of North being babysat by JoJo Siwa, though, I think that girl is wild. That is how you do it. Looking fabulous. I live for this. I'm sure the pearl clutchers who still watch this show for some reason would lose their minds over the types of books I like to read. But for those of you who are OG cute servatives, you know I like dark psychological thrillers. 
So there are two books I've read lately that I liked and I want to tell you about, but fair warning, these are only for people with the absolute strongest stomachs who enjoy reading books with extremely dark subject matter. I like effed up books, okay, to put it bluntly. So that gives you an idea of where these books fall because they are two of the darkest I've ever read. I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. The first one is called My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell. It's a fiction novel that details the grooming relationship between a 15-year-old high school girl and her teacher. She spares zero detail, and at times it's gonna make you feel sick. But what I loved about this book is that the victim doesn't always connect with the fact that she's a victim. She often drifts between, you know, was my teacher a pedophile or was I in love with him? And was it consensual? You kind of get to see this main character struggle throughout her adult life trying to figure out if she was abused or not. And I have never really read a book that explores this narrative that some victims of sexual abuse go through. The book became an instant bestseller. It was also dubbed one of the most controversial books of 2020. Christine, I am shooketh. The second book I wanna tell you about is one that I'm currently reading and really liking. It explores many of the same dark themes as My Dark Vanessa, like sexual abuse and pedophilia, but this one also involves a lot of incest. Yo, look, I told you I gravitate towards dark thrillers. It's called The Crow Girl by Eric Axelsund, and it's actually what's called a Swedish thriller noir, I think. It's an international bestseller and it's been translated into English. So far, it definitely sticks out as one of the most disturbing books I've ever read. It starts off with several murdered young boys popping up all over Stockholm and then turns into this almost super wealthy Epstein level pedophile ring drama. So far, so good. Sometimes I wonder what it would be like for everything inside me that's denied and unknown to be revealed. But I'll never know. I live my life in hiding. My survival depends on it. Oh, come on, relax. I'm curious if any of you are into my type of books or if you're like, stay away from me, you are the freak of the week. Get out of here, Klaus, shoot. Shoot, Klaus. All right, I have a really juicy personal story for you to weigh in on. I gotta get comfortable. First, to answer your question, if you missed last Friday's episode, my boyfriend and I were debating on going to the sunrise service for Easter. Long story short, the service was at 5.30 a.m. and he lives 45 minutes away from that church, so we opted for the 10.30 instead. Cause mama ain't waking up at 3 a.m., even for Jesus. Everybody say Jesus, keep it going. Bibles, hymns, church, Jesus. Jesus. I read my Bible to get my Jesus. Jesus. Sunday school, I praise my Jesus. Jesus. Singing in the choir, I'm singing for Jesus. Jesus. I raise my hands, I'm reaching for Jesus. Jesus. I pray all day to thank my Lord Jesus. Jesus. I got red hair, but I still worship Jesus. 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 Now, this is the thing that happened that I need your opinion on. This last weekend, I was helping my boyfriend move into a new place. So we're bringing in stuff from his car and I notice a round metal orange hairbrush that had fallen out onto the floor of his car. And I looked at him and I said, whose hairbrush is this? And he was like, it's not yours. I said, no, I've never owned that brush in my life. It's definitely not mine. So we went into the spiel about how it was in his bathroom drawers, allegedly at the place that he lived before. He assumed it was mine so he packed it and then he brought it to his new place. And when I told him it wasn't mine, his excuse was that it must have been left in his bathroom drawer from a previous tenant and he never noticed it. And he also said that I was the only girl to ever visit him since he lived in California. So it isn't some other girl that he used to date or something before me. My question is, do you buy it or should I be concerned? Let it cries out. Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where is my hairbrush? Oh, where, 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 oh, where
in my hairbrush. Dude, the detransitioner episode of The Spillover has done so well. You guys loved it. It was a super controversial one to do, so I'm glad that it paid off and you really enjoyed it. Sorry that this episode was short today. I know you hate that, but say a prayer that there will be a lot more pop culture news to discuss tomorrow. Tap the heart or the thumbs up if you're on YouTube. Tell me in the comments if you think that I should be concerned about the hairbrush I found in Nick's car. DM this episode to your one friend who gives the best advice. Ask them to weigh in too, and then hit the save button. Poplitics is back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.